All right, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the flyest motherfucking 4400 podcast <laughs> in the gap. Motherfucking This is a light in the sky, the Carefree Black Man Review. I'm your co-host, Rain Coleman. And I have with me, like I do every week. You should be used to this by now. Please let me know who's on the mic today. It is Robert, uh, the part of uh, this this great podcast, you know, the second half of this podcast <laughs> about 4400s. And it's funny because, like, now that the CW show is coming out, yeah. you know, I think there's going to be a lot of imitators popping up. But we've hey. been here since day one. <laughs> hey, I'm talking about for years. Yeah. Go back in the in the archives. We've been doing this for years. Yeah. Oh, man. And uh, it's all thanks to you. I want to, yeah, for you new listeners just jumping on, it's all Robert. This is the whole reason <laughs> this thing even is going. Robert's All obsession. Robert. <laughs> Man, obsession. say, look, you, you got the right obsession because, I mean, you yeah. know what I'm saying? What if it was a different show and then the 4400 get a reboot? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The stars <laughs> are aligned. Stars are aligned. Woo! Okay, y'all. We um almost at the end of season three mm-hmm. of the original series. Uh, We're on season three, episode 12, Terrible Swift Sword. Um, in this episode, the Nova group members that were in the custody of Intac escaped from jail with outside help from Jordan Collier. Um, I don't think this was a good description, uh, not because it wasn't accurate, but because it was very spoilery. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, it was know. accurate in that it gave the plot <laughs> the accurate yeah, plot there of you the go. episode. There you go. <laughs> it was <laughs> the, the twist in the episode, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I watch via Netflix. So y'all listen at home. I have to be very careful when I'm scrolling up through the app to make sure I don't spoil the other uh, the next episode for myself. Or at the very least, I'll Google the synopsis. But I like to pull it straight from here because, as you can see, the last few episodes have been a hit or a miss. Either they mm-hmm. spoil it or they might get it right. Um, yeah, getting right into it. Like general thought, how we would it. What's on your mind for episode twenty? So, I actually enjoyed it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed it because it's getting we're getting to the, you know, and I know a lot of people use this now as a reference, but this feels like Endgame. Yeah, like an Avengers Endgame, even to the point where they were bringing characters together mm-hmm. that have never met each other and have mm-hmm. you know been doing their own separate thing. So there was a moment where, and we'll get to it, when I saw a bunch of these people together, I was like, look at this. This is uh, <laughs> this is pretty big. Yeah. Um, you know, there were a couple of things in the episode that kind of kept us away from, like, perfect level. But yeah. overall, I, I like how they're kind of ratcheting things up to mm-hmm. this very tense confrontation that they've mm-hmm. um been hyping everything up, you know, towards yeah. or whatever. So I, I don't know how. Where we, what was your vibe for? How I don't know. I, I feel the same. I honestly feel the same because even regardless to if you like it or love it or if you hate it, um, this episode made moves. Like it yeah. moved a lot of shit forward. Yeah. So, and and also I think this is one of the better episodes to really move in a way that as a viewer you can see the events of the like apocalyptic future coming into play there's mm-hmm. been seeds here and there before like um was homegirl and her dialysis machine like we knew that wasn't going to work out well but um but yeah i like that i like that this is like it's a regular <laughs> it's a regular episode of the week but it's also like 
very much feeling like about to be season finale. Right. Right. So yeah. Um and it would have been interesting watching this live because mm, mm-hmm. you know, like this is and this is a good lead into the last episode, you know, for the season. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um but yeah, yeah, you you ready to jump into this uh yes, G- Jesus Christ laden <laughs> episode. Good Lord, yes, this heavily religified <laughs> yeah. yes. Um, so there, so we begin with Jordan. Uh, I just, in my notes, I, I said this last time, I just keep referring to him as JC. Yeah. Um, he's given this interview with a reporter and kind of still espousing the gospel of the 4400 mm-hmm. as he sees it. Um, there's some really good dialogue in there because what, what happens is they're, um, and he, he keeps mentioning this, like they are at war. You know, mm-hmm. not against, you know, non-4400, but with, you know, this, the threat of trying to, the war of, like, keeping the world safe or trying to mm-hmm. better it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happens is as he's talking, they start showing, and it's and it's interspersed over, di- you know, section of di- sections of dialogue. Mm-hmm. So they show Kyle, Tom, and Alana, and you hear Jordan, you know, kind of talking over them. Mm-hmm. Kyle is actually watching the interview, and you can tell that he's kind of... He's many obsessed with yeah. um, you know what Jordan's talking about. Then they cut over to Diana, and uh, I'm just gonna say it. He looks like uh, Jason Ritter to me. He looks like a muscular <laughs> Jason Ritter. Um, yeah. They're out on a date, and then we see Tess and Kevin. Mm-hmm. I think it's Kevin Barkoff. They're at yep. a gas station, so it looks like they're working at this gas station. And then the I think the final image they show. With Jordan talking over all of this is um, well, not the final. Well, at least as far as this montage, Richard and Isabel, and mm-hmm. Richard. Richard's actually trying to call Isabel, and mm-hmm. since Isabel has been ostracized or excommunicated yeah. from the from the faith, mm-hmm. uh, she's given more of her promise and laden blood. And I thought it worked, you know, like mm-hmm. and, you know them talking over, you know, before we get to like the other big reveal. So, what were your thoughts about like the opening and him talking? Yeah, and the same. I liked it because I could very much see this played out on a big screen, maybe a mm-hmm. little bit more polished, but yeah. it, it they gave you what you needed. All of the major players, where they are mm-hmm. in this yep. um, timeline, I guess, and then yep. Jesus voiceover. So, yeah, I thought it was perfect. <laughs> I, You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and Jordan just looks so cool, man. I'm sorry. Yes. Like, I know, like, him coming back without a left field was – it, out of left field, you know, so some mm-hmm. people may feel some way about that, but I kind of, it made me realize, like, I missed this dude. Like, yeah. This is, like, the Magneto yeah. that I've been missing. Yes. <laughs> you know? yes. Um. So then after, so within all that, we now see Jordan talking on all of these screens, and I was, like, at Intact, where they just, like, watching the interview? Right. Like, eight television <laughs> screens? <laughs> ah, um, night right. It was a night shift, and then it shows everybody at Intact, working the night shift, they're knocked out. Everybody's mm-hmm. like laid out on the ground, and so then they go to the um, the lower levels, I guess, where they keep their high risk. Um, I was about to say Confederates. Oh my god, um, <laughs> the the, no. uh, the the criminals. They keep all the criminals um, or the terrorists or whatever. And a bunch of um, the doors open up, and then a bunch of the no former Nova members uh, run mm-hmm. out, but. We see 
our favorite one who gets knocked upside the head with vases, Yo. Um, Boyd. So, what do you feel? How do you feel about Boyd being? Man, they bring it back. They reach yeah. into the uh, into the yeah. chest, the trunk for this. Um, <laughs> I loved it. I was like, I was simultaneously, I was like, fuck him, but also yes. Yeah. Yes, I want to see what comes from this. Um, yeah. I was excited, man. I really, I was. I was excited. Yeah, I, th I thought it was cool because they, uh, and we got introduced to a couple of other folks. So, you know, just always, I mean, if actors who did this show, if just for like one episode, there was always a chance mm -hmm. they could be brought back. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. So then we, uh, so they get out and then uh, I, I don't know. I just put a note like I love Jordan for being back. So they escape. So you know, somehow, some way, they're released and they escape. And mm -hmm. and is this when the credits queue in, or is it no? Because this is okay. when now um, they go back to what's the chick name. Yeah, Jarvis. Uh, Jar yeah, she yeah. <laughs> she's so calm. She's like, so y'all all were asleep, huh? I'm like, yeah. girl, this is a national emergency. Exactly. <laughs> you need some more urgency, sis. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And they um and one of the things that I I thought was interesting was that um I think the guy's name is Garrity or mm -hmm. I um, like him yeah, yeah. Garrity's cool he's he's another uh, one of those actors who I think just chills up in Canada <laughs> and gets work on whatever because he was in Stargate he was in Stargate Atlantis oh, okay yeah so he was he was pretty prominent in that as a side mm. character but one of the things that either he or Jarvis mentions is that. All of them, all of the Nova members had promyosin inhibitors mm -hmm. in their body. So they weren't able, so they we know that it's not an inside job because nobody had the ability yeah. to do this. Mm -hmm. um, so the suggestion is, you know, this was an outside attack. Yeah. Um, but that um and they start and they do a breakdown of um some of the people that were released. Mm -hmm. I think. One guy with this, uh, I did not get his name, but he, and, and when they went through the abilities, I was like, okay, so these are people that they might introduce later on. Mm -hmm. um, the first, one of the first guys that they let out had the ability to raise or lower body temperatures. Mm -hmm. um, then there was Tina Richardson. I got her name. She could do something with, you know, place false memories or do something with your memories. Mm -hmm. And then that's when we, they mentioned Boyd again. He's, mm -hmm. um, I guess, you know, he can project, he could make people see what um, different images or different, um, mm -hmm. your, how, you know, change the way people looked or whatever. Right. So if I remember that. So he's like an impersonator. Mm -hmm. um, so that was, you know, that was that. So that's the who's who. Of, we got old Nova members with Boyd and then we had these two new people mm -hmm. and then some random third person, fourth person yeah. who just ran out with them. Mm -hmm. So, but um yeah. So, any any thoughts about that whole thing? Or? No, I liked it. I like. I think this the beginning was very strong for this episode. Yeah. Like everything, I think there were. I mean, there were decisions you could have made differently, but I don't think anything was problematic. Anything was wrong. Mm -hmm. Everything was believable, at least at the very beginning. So, I, I was. I'm in. I'm all okay. in at this point. So it was a good opening. Gotcha. Okay. So let's just wait till we get to the middle now. So we have <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, let's. I hate to say this, like let's wait till we get to Diana, because uh, it's like weird, like you know how yeah, she's their, her whole story. Uh, so the next scene is Tom and Kyle, and I want to say Alana's at the house, but the majority yeah. of the conversations between Tom and Kyle, and the media is just posted up outside the house mm -hmm. um, because they. 
know of his. Well, first of all, I guess Jordan had him released in such a public fashion. So mm -hmm. then there's is that part of it? And then you know, I guess they just want to get a quote. But he's you know, Kyle is irritated. He's he's yeah. he wants to get out of the house. He kind of wants to live his life, but also I think there's this vibe of I need to see Jordan. I need to yeah kind of see if things are settled. Uh, but also, it seems like he needs some direction in his life. So, mm -hmm. you know, why not go and talk to JC, right? So, mm -hmm. Tom tells him to stay at the house. And Tom also wants him to go back to school because he feels that if he goes back to school, then everything's going to be normal. Uh, <laughs> Tom, like, I, I'm not a fan. I was yeah. with, with Tom for a few episodes. I'm like, mm -hmm. this man just got out of prison. Right. Like, <laughs> give him a year. Like, why would you force him back to let this man enjoy getting mm -hmm. up when he wants to? I was yeah. like, you in a house full of criminals. Like, why yeah. is Alana back? I don't even <laughs> care about the like MacGuffin hoops they didn't jump through the man. Like, yeah. why are either of you in this house? So, Tom, I was like, man, get his boy a year. Let him. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. at a later point, you know, Tom says, you could take a semester off. And I was like, this guy was mine, Jack. Jack yes. shot a man to death, came yes. to jail. And we don't even talk about, like, what happened in jail. He <laughs> Like, what yeah. his experience was like in there. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's been very traumatic. So if the dude wants to just chill... But yeah. Tom is like walking up with Letterman jackets and shit <laughs> from um <laughs> from the University of Seattle. <laughs> it's just like not for real. Yeah. yeah. But um, so you know, after that we see Tom and Diana talking to Ryland, and um and Ryland keep talking shit as usual. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you know, I um the they Tom and Diana say that they're there to help to provide yes. him with protection or offer protection. Mm. And Rylan was like, yo, they tried to kill me two times when I was with y'all. So yeah. how is that going to help me? And mm -hmm. the other thing is he starts still spouting this thing about feeling that all 4,400s are dangerous. And mm -hmm. Diana's like, but I have a child who's a 4,400. He says, children grow up. <sighs> it was just like Rylan next to Jordan, I think is like, those are my favorite characters yeah. because they play the the antagonists and I'm not even mm -hmm. calling them villains because yeah I'm I'm just being real. There are parts of this whole thing with Jordan mm -hmm. I ain't too far off the mark with vibing. <laughs> but um yeah at least it isn't a case of like we said in the past Diana and them going in there and just giving all the information about the case yeah. or yelling yeah. at him. And um, so I, I don't know. So what do you think about Ryland's reintroduction into this? I loved it. I loved it. I loved mm -hmm. everything about this scene because I like that he's like, fuck y'all. First of all, you're the only two people who even work at uh, Intact. <laughs> Intact. Like, you're the only two. Like, you going to yeah. protect me? No, fam. Like, and I love that he, to me, it's that, and it's the first thing that comes to mind is like reverse white queen where she started off as the hellfire mm -hmm. evil yeah. chick and now she's, you know, headlining X-Men. And yeah. he was that guy. Like, he yeah. knows y'all. Y'all y'all reported to him. Like, why would you think you're going to outsmart the sensei? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The student ain't becoming the teacher. And I hate that. I love that for him, but I mm -hmm. hate it for Diana and Tom because it doesn't feel like they are growing and it's not even it's not pulling me out of the show mm -hmm. but i feel like out of all the characters for everything you've been through and for all of the hands that you have in the 4400 fire so to speak they don't seem to 
adapt like everybody else. And that's starting to bother me. There and that's actually that's a really good point because they do seem stagnant. I mean, mm-hmm. it uh, and if anything, stagnant, but also kind of falling backwards. Mm-hmm. I think Tom they try to give him some growth potential because he's seen as being on this kind of chosen one type mm-hmm. of angle, and then also the the changes that they give him when it comes to his family situation, which yeah. once again, and to be honest with you, I think he's probably had kind of maybe one or two like more emotional episodes. Mm -hmm. So there's been some development there, but like when it comes to Diana, but yeah, but like I said, when the two of them and their approach to Ryland, it's always like, "Mm -hmm, we're going to, we got you. And then Ryland's like, no, you don't. And it's just (laughs) weird. Um, But the thing I forgot to mention is that Isabel walks in in her flyest, I was going to say craft services, wardrobe, (laughs) wardrobe department choice. Um, And uh, because like they got her, there was one part where she was wearing a scarf. And in in my mind, I was like, was this the fashion choice of like the early to mid 2000s? Honestly, yes. Oh, was it? Okay. See, I didn't know. That's so. If you look at certain like like um Jordan Knight's video, I'm gonna give okay. it to you, like Mandy Moore, um, whatever when she was in that pool with those VW bugs driving like she okay. I believe was wearing like a scarf and a tank top. So like okay. I was a kid man. So you know, okay, so okay. I remember black folks weren't really doing that too much, but that right. was a choice. That was it, on brand. It was a choice. <laughs> oh okay. my god. So yeah. I, I mean I honestly didn't know. You know, me with my uh with I don't know, like baggy jeans or jeans and like See, yeah. what do you say? Um uh t-shirt with a comic book character on the front of it. Yes, that's as, that's yes. as uh stylish as I got. Even I better, mean, like, I always say my Hawaiian print shirts, which my wife is like, you will burn this shit. I had those too. Oh, my <laughs> yes. God. Oh, my God. I if I could, it. Oh. It was killing Ooh. the game. I had this black one with this, like, beige uh, Hawaiian print. Like, flowers. And I was just like, man, we're going out to AMC this weekend, and I'm Yo. rocking my Hawaiian shirt. Yo, I got you one better. I had, the, see, you from Chicago, so maybe you. Yeah. So when I, was I had. In Georgia by then. Okay. See, yeah. I had the Hawaiian shirts, but. Yeah. I had the bucket has to match. <laughs> <laughs> My mama was not plastic. What is that? Yeah, I, I don't know. But that being said, all of this is on brand. Like, I remember okay. it's still okay. terrible, but. Well, I mean, yeah. I, you know, the scarf thing was like, when I saw her, and we, we this isn't even a scene. I'm just talking about, like, because when, yeah. she, when she left, when she left the 4400 Center, and even before that, mm-hmm. she was like, nah, I'm dressing. I mean, they had her in the fucking velour outfit. See, she, um, you know, when she, when she, uh, after she grew up, and yeah. we were talking about how like she was a child, so why yeah. not like still? Do you immediately dress her in like the tightest? You know, I mean, and they yeah. were like, "Well, she got the figure for it," so I was like, "Yeah, you know, it's just, yeah." It was weird. So, anyways, the scarf. There was the, the, <laughs> the, the rant about the scarf. Uh, because I even asked my wife, but she was like, I don't know. <laughs> just like, See, that wasn't a winter scarf. It was a more. It was like a stylish. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like an yeah, Indian, I would say. I hope yeah. It was, it was, like it was just like. Well, she, it, it just. Yeah, like I said, it just. it Like you said, it was a choice. Yeah. So, <laughs> it was a yeah. choice. And she killing the boots because she's just like, oh, you kicked me out of the 4400 Center. 
I'm being stylish as fuck. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. So, um, so Richard, the next scene after that is Richard and Sean, um, and Sean tells Richard that he, um, I think this is when, okay, so they're talking about um, Richard, I think, does he figure out at this point what Isabel has, do, has been doing? Well, yeah, that's when Sean tells him. That's when Sean tells him. Okay, so Sean tells Richard that she was working for for Ryland, and then Richard he gets mad at um, just at JC for mm. uh, kicking. Uh, oh, maybe maybe that's Sean. Anyways, Richard's mad at J, you know uh, Jordan for kicking mm-hmm. her out, and Richard says something that's kind of sad. It says mm-hmm. the light was never in Isabel. And you know, saying you know, talking to the whole thing of, you know, we we we've been trying, but mm-hmm. this shit was never gonna work. Um, and I guess I don't know who it is who I don't know if either one of them agrees with at that point that maybe it was a good idea for her to leave. But basically, that they're questioning like her allegiance because she was yeah. doing this ish um, before, so she's been yeah. doing this for a while. So I did that make you feel i hated that i hated mm-hmm. that because i feel like th- it wasn't earned mm-hmm. um and i don't like the way it was said because it felt like richard was just like well fuck her then she made her fucking choice <laughs> and i was like wait a minute like if because the show never set up any um familiar moments of like father and daughter and actually like developed their relationship to be like oh, no. well she made her choice then you know, the fucker, she can die. It was just like, what? <laughs> because you got <laughs> the way they set it up for for Sean to be like, well, it wasn't Jordan that sent her to uh, Ryland. She had been going there before. And it's right. just like, if that's <clears throat> the case, why are y'all shoehorning this in? Like, by the way, you know, like yeah. I, I just didn't, and I didn't like for Sean to be the one to deliver the news because I feel like the way that they are positioning Sean versus Isabel, the optics look bad to me. And then Mm -hmm. having him be like this innocent, my hands are clean ass white boy when like you shouldn't have never had your inappropriate relationship with her at all. She's still only like five years old. Yeah. So like now it's it's like they're making it so that like even when she went on a run and was like killing niggas for him, like to get him back. It was right. just like, oh, I can't believe you did. So, so what nigga, what the fuck you want well, me you to do? Like right. you, you know, and it's the same thing with Jordan. Like they're I feel like they're not to the same degree that they did with Isabel, but they're like infantizing him or making him so innocent when like, no, this man has done shit. Like the very fact that we dealing with the Nova group is because of him. Right. Like, let's not I just I didn't like it. Well, there's and 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 before I forget, so the way that in this scene they find out about Isabel working with Rylan Mm -hmm. is because Tom and Diana uh, went Mm -hmm. to visit him, and then Isabel walked in and said, "I'm security," and then Tom and Diana was just like, "Oh shit, we gotta tell Sean." So that's how they found out about it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like for me, Jordan is still Jordan is still Jordan. Yeah, you know, he's still this manipulative a hole. Who now he's been like touched by the future, so that mm-hmm. that's that component to it. So he's I don't know if he's necessarily I you know I hope he's like altruistic or whatever, but mm-hmm. I do feel that he's still he's still always going to be Jordan. Yeah. So you know as much as he wants to put on this whole guise of you know like hey I'm doing this for the future. Yeah. 
And that that shit is very general, but I guess when you see bodies in the streets and bodies in the rivers, I was like, hey. shit. Yeah. Um, it, the climate changed through that, but um, mm-hmm. so the um, so the next thing after that is dirty. Let me not say that. I'll just say dirty <laughs> Diana. <laughs> Diana and yeah. um, she she comes home and April is just. I guess because April just don't because when you go through a breakup, you don't have any place to live. No, um, you become homeless. Yeah, you become homeless. So yeah. April is like chilling on the couch. She got ice cream uh, containers around, pizza boxes, you know all this shit. And the other thing, that, and so they're talking, and she, she's she's still going through the motions. She's she's depressed. She's like, why you know mm-hmm. why didn't it work out? And maybe I he should maybe if I talk to him and this and that and. And I just put Diana's foul because Diana's like, uh, I don't know why she, yeah, you know, and and April feels that she pushed Ben away, and and so Diana's just like, well, (laughs) this is the thing that got me. She's like, why don't you go change your clothes, take a shower, (laughs) this and that. And I was just like, so like she funky as fuck, like she just been chilling there for days, not like bathing and shit, and this and you and you wait multiple days to say some shit. Uh, to somebody about this. Um, Diana sucks, man. Yeah, so she's like, you know, maybe we can go out, you know, and just, you know, have a, uh, you know, you can get cleaned up and we'll go out and have some fun. She doesn't say that to her. But um, <laughs> but the thing that's sad about it is that April says, okay, so if he calls, you know, don't be mean to him. And it just, it's funny because, so then right after that, Maya and Diana probably equally get the shitty character award yes. of the week because she goes in and Maya's sitting in her room pissed about April being depressed. And she because April because her aunt keeps asking her, Hey, can you do you see a premonition about us getting yeah. back together? And I'm just like, how are you irritated by that? And it's just like uh, yeah. And then she says to Diana, she's like, well, are you gonna tell her? It's like it'll be better because she's irritated. Like, what were your thoughts about like all the all of this was terrible. All of this. Um, and April really didn't go through a breakup because I'm taking my phone to the shower with me. (laughs) So this motherfucker call just cut off the shout. But um, I think that is just dirty. Like, I get the situation is very nuanced because you have this premonition from the future, but you still acted on Maya's. Uh, premonition. You still made the choice when you being could have sat down with April and said, hey, this is what Maya said. You know how her shit come true. And then now, my biggest issue with Diana is we know that Maya's stuff does not always come true the, the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, we know that her stuff is not always consistent. It's like, depending on what the show wants. Right. So, to be like, y'all gonna get married next week, could that not have been like a sham marriage to like, like there's any number of scenarios that could have happened where I'm like, okay, maybe we do a fake marriage. Maybe me and Ben act like we're married because somebody mm-hmm. coming to get a, like, I feel like, and I know it's the show. So, but, but based off what the show has given us, Diana is shitty because no matter what April did in that first season, I believe, or maybe the second, no matter what she did with Maya, we've hashed that out and you told her where to go. Right. Your relationship is solid enough that she can come back to Seattle and you meet her boyfriend. Like there's mm-hmm. there's nothing that April has done that justifies this. Right. Like cuz even using Maya for gambling does not break someone's heart. It it might break 
your heart, Diana, because you're like, damn, you're my sister, you're using my daughter. But, like, again, all of that has been hashed out. So, like, since you're a snake, you're yeah. a snake. Diana. So it's like, it was a weird choice for the writers to make to mm-hmm. be like, you know, let's, <laughs> in the midst of civil war about to break Come on. out. Come on. <laughs> for the sake of the world, like we got this little fucking subplot. Unless Ben turns out to be like the antichrist or some shit like yes. that. Like, yes. Like this doesn't make any sense at all. And there, and I think there are definitely plenty of things that you could have done. And you know, I'll be a, you know, let's say <clears throat> this maybe this is something that's only going to last for like a few other episodes, and then we'll mm-hmm. move on to something else or something major may happen, but this is a choice that you've made with one of the most important characters. Yep. Like, Tom didn't do no shit like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tom has been, you know, the mm-hmm. most he's been dealing with is, um, you know, his family breaking apart, so yeah. it's just a weird character development. Choice, yeah. yeah. And, I, and Not to be sexist or anything, but no, I shouldn't start it that way, because I don't think that's where I'm going, <laughs> but I feel like I want her to be just as flawed as Tom, but yeah. for your main character mm-hmm. to get that, like, I'm one. I'm all for non-traditional relationships, being mm-hmm. poly, you know, three people, twelve, whatever, yeah. whatever floats your boat. But this is 2006, so yeah. there is a clear, not stigma. There's a clear, like, social faux pas or social ill from. Diana's behavior, and even though it was kind of instigated from Maya, that mm-hmm. doesn't change that you have stolen your sister's man. So we brought her back just to lose her. Like, are and you might know better than me, but is this well, no, because she's not dead. I was gonna say, is this fridging April? But like, she's just a prop at this point to move they their heart. I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah, that's it's that. Fucking, it's but I. I mean, I hate it. I can see where you're going. It's just like this is the plot that you give the the woman. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. you know, some drama, some drama bullshit. You know, DBS. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's just it's a weird thing to do. Um, and I'm not above like having like a romantic um, conflict mm-hmm, in something. Mm-hmm. It just has to make sense. Yeah. And, and in this case, it's just like. Yeah, this is this. I mean, I I mean, April's been we see, we saw what she did. She was a kid. She used her, <laughs> she used her nieces like you know, hey, lottery tickets, you know, all yeah. that shit. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, this is just very mean spirited. Very, it is weird. It's mean spirited and weird. I, I've the um, only the only way I would have accepted this is if we had have brought Ben and April in mm-hmm. right after the hallucination episode. Yeah. Because then I'd be like, okay, okay, mm-hmm. now it's it's terrible. But if you're gonna break up with um, what's the Hispanic boy? Is he even? Did we just I refuse Marco? <laughs> Marco, if you're gonna <laughs> break her up with Marco yeah. because oh, you know, relationships don't work, mm-hmm. and then right after that you get a premonition that a man's coming is that to me fits better mm-hmm. than just like, hey, girl, let me have your man for a while, but. I mean, That's all but I'm also saying, <laughs> remember, she apparently was leaving her house at three o'clock at night for like a month, bro. <laughs> so they, uh, they they're good for like introducing. Like we love the show, <laughs> but there are things that that sometimes they're just like, what the hell? So they're yeah. good for just like introducing something in an episode, you're and right. then being like, well, we only got three episodes left for the season. Let's make this shit work. <laughs> um, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> 
you know. Uh, um, so then we got uh, JC and his acolyte. I cannot remember <laughs> this woman's name, um, but she she has been one of those. She's the in the first or second season, she was the one that was like really into Jordan. And this is mm-hmm. when we saw Jordan as being a true asshole. And yeah. she tried to kill herself because she realized that, you know, he was just using her, you yeah. know, for, you know, her, her obsession with him being the mm-hmm. one of the 4,400. So we see her modeling like in her, I'm like her blazer. And, and she's, <laughs> And I'm just like this ain't even it's not like a it's like a weird clothes the striptease yeah so, and Jay Jordan is just like yeah I'm the Messiah and and then Sean and Richard use this moment to burst into his I mean I guess what was once Sean's office right from him about kicking um Isabel out and. And then we look up, <laughs> and then they go through the whole motion of just like you know this could go, this could um, and if, the reason I'm not I'm like I'm I'm not yes. laughing at this because no. what yes. because like I said it just okay we're gonna get there so yes <laughs> they look up and it's Boyd so in my in my body like I said yes. if that's how if that's how Jordan gets down Yo. do your thing <laughs> if that's how Jordan gets down but what it was. Was Yo. I don't think that's his. Uh, that's not what it was. So the <laughs> boy just showing out, <laughs> you know, doing this like, Yo. like this, this strip to, like this, this, uh, this modeling yeah. thing. Yes. And because if he had just been standing there as her, yes. it would have been like, you know, hey, but where the way that he had been playing this role was very suggestive. It was. I, I just, oh no, my god, like, this scene was so weird. Yeah, this was so weird, and I, mm-hmm. I, I, th- I like. Okay, I like what they, I think, intended was to kind of like throw us mm-hmm. off, but yeah. in the end, it doesn't work because this is a boy. Like, and yeah. I'm the last person to be like, oh, gay shit. No, but like, no, but like, if you're the fact that as an audience member, this girl mm-hmm. who we've seen all around for the last two seasons is suggestively dancing yeah. in her Sean outfit because everybody's wearing the same thing. Yeah. Everybody. And yeah. when I get what they were doing, but it just didn't land well because when we start yeah. discussing the Nova group and we look over and see this boy, it was like, wh- why that could have been done differently because now right. I'm like, are you are you making him like? What? Well, I mean, and, then, <laughs> and like I said, and, and if that's the route that they were going, yeah, then that wouldn't be a problem. But it it just seems out of pocket. I mean, yes. out of pocket, it seems out of place because we know what her relationship has been with Jordan, and it was to the point where she almost killed herself. So yes. the suggestion that you know we were thinking we're sitting here thinking like Jordan's about to get it in with another you know with her again and it's just like okay so then it turns out to be boyd and when they show boyd boyd is not like doing the suggestive dance he just sitting there like you know kumo dean in the corner like trying to look tough and stuff and i was just like but you were just doing like a striptease just commit to that (laughs) just just commit to that so and then so richard and sean that's when they realize and it's a big revelation that like they said in the summary for this episode yeah is that Jordan 
is the person who is Yo. now funding the Nova Group, or he he re- he got these um, members released, yeah. and he says that um, he wants to now he wants to lead the Nova Group. He he feels that they were, and I don't know if he gets more into this, but he's just like you know we need an army, you know that mm-hmm. that type of talk. And that's I think it is that discussion. This this is yeah. the part where he has a discussion because in the notes I was like I want this type of discussion in the reboot because he starts going in about like yo we need an army the mm-hmm. government has this and you know we know for a fact that Isabel is helping you know to build their ranks up so we yeah. need to do the same thing so you know I'm mm-hmm. going to use whatever means I got and um, and say the other thing that they mentioned is that they use non Nova affiliated. 4400 to free them so mm. and that's another kind of big reveal and then sean is just like no dude no yeah. Fuck and, him, then I, and i think he turns to richard and richard's yeah. like he said jc making sense no you know, that yeah. type. so that's kind of the big thing that you know jordan was the one that got everybody released or um mm-hmm. or helped them escape so yeah um, any other thoughts? No, that? just I'm Richard's Richard's arc in this episode. It, I get it, but it bothers me too. So that's that's pretty much it. Okay, I, okay. it's uh, it's just it's I don't know. I, I think what so if we're talking about him specifically, I do think that you know the light of my daughter has died. Yeah, um, that I don't think was earned, but I think him like being like you know we ride or die for my people. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that because Sean yeah. is like it, it gives you um a balancing between like two opposite sides between him and Sean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and Sean is more idealistic. And then let's be real. Um Sean is more idealistic and he's a white boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Richard is a little bit he has his background is in the military, mm-hmm. but he was getting his ass whooped because he was a black man in the military. So you yeah. have somebody who comes from a Jim Crow era who's just like, mm-hmm. oh, I saw this shit firsthand. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, he was, and he probably even thought to himself, and that's one of the things I will give the writers is that they, I don't mind him going down this route when it mm-hmm. comes to, you know, leaning on like the ideology side, yeah. the ideological side. But the weird shit about the light done died. No, he didn't say the lights died. In my I mean, daughter. might I as well. See, yeah, but then, but then the other thing is like you are also working with a guy who ostracized your daughter, you know, who kicked her yeah. out. So I don't, I, so I can understand. But no, I mean, what what were your thoughts about like him specifically or his? Well, audience? no, it's just I see him as this writer guy because he's shown like I have the attitude for it. The right. one thing I don't like, and this might be a reach, I don't think so, but him being this like angry powerful black man who is because when he's with sean sean is always the more um oh what what term more i don't want to say submissive what is it like he's not as aggressive as richard when Mm -hmm. they come to these high impact energy situations it's always richard that is very not even high energy he's just more either maybe he's just a better actor but he's just more Mm -hmm. present or bigger in the scene even the last episode where uh they met uh tom in the warehouse with uh alana he was like oh you know we we gonna fuck you yeah. up we might not know how but we're gonna figure it like, right. he's always that and so having him next to sean in the show trying to make sean be like the good guy in all of this it's just not it it's not computing to me i think that's what it is so maybe not 
richer, but mm-hmm. yeah. Well, no, and, and I can see that. I mean, I, I can definitely understand that. Uh, we will at least we'll say like he has a presence. Oh, you for know. sure. Yeah, like he's, <laughs> he's definitely been building up a presence. Um, yeah. So then after that, we cut to um, the camp where they uh, created Captain America. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryland, Isabel, and the scientists, and Ryland is telling random scientists increase the dosage for <laughs> the super soldier program. And yes. You know, and how long should it be before we can have them flying and pop in telekinetic backflips? And he's Not like for three real. days uh, because he wants to build an army. And I think Isabel is I, she came off as a little irritating and insane, mm. where she was just like, hey, why you need an army? You got me. And he was like, well, we only got one of you. So, like, why not have yeah. more? And she's like, OK, well, you know, how long, you know, let's get this cracking, homie. Yeah. And, um, and you know, they th- that's the big thing. They're just trying to ramp up the um the schedule because the you know now because of the nova group members being mm-hmm. freed and jordan talking about you know war and all that stuff yeah um john any any thoughts about this no i just don't i just need them to decide what they're doing with isabel is she rylan's right hand or is she yeah. his muscle like because it feels like some scenes she's just like in service to him and yeah. others like this was she took a little bit more charge, but like what mm-hmm. is there I want that more defined, but other than that, no. I don't know. I mean that's that's been her story since she was <laughs> since she born. Was born. Yeah. I mean like yes. <laughs> it's been this weird, like, you know, I don't want to call is she a MacGuffin? Like, I think she is a MacGuffin that gets a little bit of agency or a little bit of okay. like lifeline yeah. because of the nature of her like role in the story right but yeah she feels like it to me yeah um so after that we have kyle sean um and um i said jc so kyle is just randomly walking around the uh, 4400 center mm-hmm. and i he meets up with sean in this hallway and actually i, I I always like the family aspect of this, mm-hmm. you know, so seeing them hug and, you know, clap it up, chop it up. You know, Sean's like, yo, let's hang out. And Kyle's like, yeah, yeah, you know, but uh, I really want to see uh, Jordan. And so Kyle goes to see Jordan and he apologizes for, for what he did. But Jordan um, tells him that I needed to die, you know, mm-hmm. that needed to happen so that, you know, I can be where I'm at now. So he's, mm-hmm. you know, he says he actually wanted to, had wanted to see him uh, or, you know, was hoping that they would meet up. But mm-hmm. um, Jordan doesn't seem venge- vengeful or spiteful right. or anything. So, and the other thing I kind of got from this is that Kyle is, Kyle is looking for some sort of direction mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in his life. So, which I think is kind of an interesting path for him to follow, uh, yeah. considering like everything that he's kind of been through. So, mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Any thoughts about this? I know we talked about Kyle a little bit. Before. Well, no, no, I, I agree. I agree with you. And I think it's so interesting, like him apologizing. I was like, why the fuck you keep apologizing? But even though you were brainwashed, you still did the deed. And right. we saw all the shit he went through, like personality disorders and shit in that first season. So I, I think this is a good step for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is one of the smarter decisions the show has made. Because even though I don't know what's going on, the very fact that Jordan has risen from the dead and his murderer is one of his in his camp now on his court, yeah. so to speak, I like that. And I also like it because why would Kyle and 
Tom have been button heads forever. And mm-hmm. a lot of times with teenagers, like they're going to, you know, buck the system and go as far away from their parent as possible. <clears throat> and sometimes they go along the same lines. Yeah. And I think joining up with Jordan is a way to go far away from your father, but you're also joining this like paramilitary military mm-hmm. sort of setup. So you're becoming a lot like your father, even though you're, you know, running to the man who caused him all this grief. So I liked it. I think it was a smart move. Yeah. Yeah. His um they've definitely given him some more room to grow since mm-hmm. you know um being in a coma <laughs> the first yeah. season. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. um after that we have um Ben and Diana in a hotel. Um he said it's scandalous. And um uh, Ben says they that he thinks they should tell April. And you know, it's just a conversation going back and forth about um well, what they should do. And Ben says we didn't want it, but it happened, and Diana's like you know, whatever, we're not telling mm-hmm. her, you know, whatever. And then he says something about, he says they're, they're in love. And then Diana's like, after two weeks, we're in love. And she's like, guess so. And, um, and I was like, that's lust. <laughs> you know, just being stupid. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the scenes that really didn't stand out to me, but, you know, I mean, any, any thoughts about No, it? nothing. Diana is dirty and being is too. Yeah. That's it. I would have expected more from Mr. Ritter's son. But, um, <laughs> So the next thing is Tom and Alana at the house. And Alana's like, yeah, Kyle, she's cooking for Kyle. And Kyle lied and told um, Alana that he, she was, he was going out to look at, you know, for schools or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, the other thing that mentioned that Tom mentions is like, he had a hard day because they had to interview the families of the Nova members that escaped. Mm-hmm. And he mentions, and this is when he mentioned some details about what went down you know, as far as everybody passing out. And that's when Alana remembers a student mm-hmm. at the um, 4400 facility yeah. who had the ability to change the oxygen levels, which uh, apparently was, he didn't, he wasn't regulating it or controlling it well. So it was mm-hmm. making people at the 4400 center, you know? So I was like, man, that's convenient. But, you know, hey, trying to get the story rushing along. Uh-huh. <laughs> Any thoughts about this conveniently dropped? Um, he could have been added in that episode where Diana, not Diana, where Alana was like talking to that kid. You remember that episode with that kid who like made her see her um, husband's, her dead son, the man who killed her husband and yeah, son. Yeah. I was like, why not add him there? Like, I get it's a show, and there's probably yeah. different writers and directors every couple episodes, but like. You could have added this boy. You could have made him be that boy. Like, I just, but I liked it though overall. I was just like, you could have added this person. Yeah. And Tom was like, thank you. Because we were, we didn't know what the fuck was going on. So, yeah, it was, Uh, it's convenient. You know, would have been nice if they had planted it earlier, but it gets the story moving and rolling. So, Mm -hmm. uh, so we have Tom, Sean, and Diana. Uh, they're at the 4400 center and, you know, Tom is they're They're asking him about this kid and mm-hmm. uh, Sean's like, well, Uncle Tommy, uh, you know, hey, whoa, I'll give you any information and we can find it. But Yo. apparently he's been he's been missing. Mm. He's a 16 year old, which has been missing for two weeks. How? And or Diana, what? you're OK with your daughter coming to this damn school if they losing kids? <laughs> exactly. Like. 
one of my questions is like, you only have to call us. Intag, you got to call the authorities. This boy has been passed 40, 48 hours. Yeah. So now apparently the kid is a convict. Um, I know a, a fugitive. Yeah. Or whatever. And um, so uh, the one of the things that uh, Tom says to him is like, you know, with JC back, I'm glad you're still on our side. Right, Narc? And uh, Sean, Sean Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much how it sounded yeah. to me. Like he was like, he's like, you fucking snitch. You still outside, yeah. right? Um, so he wanted the good ones. Um, so and uh, Sean looks sick. Like he looks yeah. obviously like he looks very like he. It looks like it's hurting him. So, mm-hmm. so the scene immediately after that is, of course, Sean talking to JC. And Sean is like on this whole kick of, and this is something I actually was interested in if they mm-hmm. would focus on this. Since Jordan is back, Jordan is obviously, he's about to run this shit. You know, like yeah. he, he's like, I ain't dead. But Sean yeah. <laughs> is taking it personally, saying, like, you didn't even tell me about this kid. You've made him a fugitive. And Jordan's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, he ride or die, except one like you. And <laughs> so Jordan and Sean feels that like he's being blocked out. And yeah. He uh, he tells Sean, he's like, well, if you want to plan, we're about to attack the Captain America uh, base, <laughs> and uh, and we're going to neutralize them. And then Sean's like, what what even does that mean? And you know that whole thing. Uh, so I don't know, like, what he so he's it's just a scene of them. Fuck arguing. him. Yeah, he he's. I don't like him. Like you can't. <laughs> Let me see. Have you seen Squid Game? I've only seen the first episode. Okay, I'm not going to. But he reminds me of a character in there, and it pisses me off because I feel like you can't. Yes, you was running the facility, and yes, you had different plans. But even if we take away Jordan's being in the future, you still had several visions from a verified source of a terrible and dark and twisted future. And Jordan Mm -hmm. comes back and pretty much gives you confirmation that, yeah, this happens. So... I get his concern because I am like, nigga, I've been running this shit. Why the fuck you ain't tell me this? But, like, on the flip side, you helping your uncle. Like, you are yeah. not the most reliable. You are a great figurehead, the angelic, um, Christ-like character who can heal sickness. That was the perfect person to put as the figurehead of this company. But, like, you ain't willing to get your hands dirty. Like, yeah. you didn't even, like, it, it, nothing is ever your fault, but then everything happens to you. You ran out on your fucking wedding because you saw Jordan, which, fine choices, but, like, I just don't like, I don't like Sean. I'm not, yeah. I'm not feeling him. Well, I mean, especially after what happens later on. Um, oh, yeah. So he, um, and, and, and wait, and remember, he's the one that created the, or funded terrorism in mm-hmm. the first place. Come so, on. Yeah, I mean, even though he was like, it was a mistake. I thought they were going to push over <laughs> no. a police car, you know, that type no. of shit. <laughs> so, so Lewis, uh, so so we see Jordan talking to this this guy named his name. His name is Lewis Mezzerano or Mezzero. Yeah, Lewis, whatever. He is a forty four hundred, mm-hmm. and he's remote. He's doing remote viewing. So he's um, and you see them. He's describing a place in this gas station that uh, Kevin and Tess are at to give Jordan an idea of where they are at. So Jordan mm-hmm. is looking for um, uh, the, the, the dynamic duo. Um, yeah. 
so they next scene is and he tells him like you know I'm sorry I can't give you a precise you know location. He was just like you know I, that's enough. So mm-hmm. we cut to Tess. We actually Kevin and I guess like I, in my mind I was like did they buy this fucking gas station? Um, but <laughs> I think they just both got jobs there. But um, they're working out of this like isolated gas station. Kevin. Uh, goes around. He he's like a full service station, so he fills up this guy's tank, and then he's ta- talking to the guy, and he's like, "Hey, why don't you go?" And this is a weird subplot. I mean, it's just a weird thing for them to do, but mm-hmm. he's like, "Hey, why don't you go visit the greatest stump ever, or some shit like that?" Uh-huh. And and then he's like, "And then stop at the uh, gift center." And I was just like, "Do you have stock in this place?" I and, mean, <laughs> and the guy's like, "No, nah, you know, we we just need some gas so we go home." And then he, you know, Kevin calls Tess over and then he's like, you know, hey, uh maybe they don't want to go to the play or whatever he says. And then mm-hmm. she, she uses her power of suggestion to say, hey, why don't you go um <laughs> you go to this place like the, for the greatest stump ever and then stop at their gift shop and then buy a pie at the diner down the street. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like what? Like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and I was like, are we about to get like a uh, are we about to get a uh, spinoff of this like yes. <laughs> this hard, hard <laughs> town? And um, and so the guy's like, you know what? Yeah, we will stop by there. And so, and then Tess says something like, you know, they need the business. And it was just like, who the fuck is this? What are we talking about? They didn't even have to put this in here because what the show does, what pisses <laughs> me off, is that they have shit like this that feels like, like. Let's say we was watching this live and we missed the last two episodes when right. we caught this one. I'd be like, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? Like it's like they they put these storylines that would probably be interesting. Right. Because I mean, they have a B plot in the last three episodes of them moving to this town, changing mm-hmm. their names, being part of the community. That would be interesting. But like they try to make all that in this one two-minute scene. And I was like, why does this matter? Right. Why does it matter? You and then how? Why does this matter? Right, it just—it was weird. Like when it was happening, it was just like, okay, they're talking. They, 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 they are very concerned about the economic yes. um, troubles of this tourist spot and the place that sells pie. Um, so Jordan shows up after that long cast scene yo. and says, "Yo." Uh, I know where you are. You know, I need your help. You're great a scientist, yeah. and I need your abilities. And mm-hmm. Tess is like, you know, we just, no, Kevin, I think, says something like, we just want to live a quiet life, you know, by ourselves, you know, whatever. And then mm-hmm. Jordan's like, well, I need you. And that was that was it. So, and he pulls up in this, like, stretch lim- limo. Like, yeah. it wasn't, like, trying to be conspicuous or nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could have actually pulled up in, like, a, um, like SUV, a tinted SUV, but yeah. anyways. Uh, so the next thing after that is Diana coming home. Um, I don't know if it's after her a night spent with whatever his name is, um, but Maya is, I think she's in the living room, and the big thing that comes out of this is that she told April. And, uh, like, <laughs> but I know for this, is like, Maya's a fuck up. Like, Man. she just, is she, I don't know, I can't remember why she's told her uh, what the context was, but she told April, and then she's like, "Yeah, she's like, yeah, she's in a room," and <laughs> so where my mind goes, I don't know what April's state of mind is. Now, obviously, mm-hmm. she didn't fuck Maya up, so she's 
<laughs> so I was like, but maybe she was just waiting for her mama to hey, hey. and then just go ham. You know, so um, so she goes in and April was sitting in the closet um, and she's just like, you know, <laughs> she this it's kind of sad um, because she's like, I was actually happy because I thought that he was going to be a guy that you approved of. And and I said Diana did approve of him. No, um, for real. So this is the thing. Come on. <laughs> this is the, another conversation. And Come she's on. like, she's like, I'm gonna be alone and by myself. I'm gonna be die alone as April the loser. And then she says something like, I want I want somebody to go to the fetish ball with. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> What the like, fuck is that? Exactly. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> Like, who like, wrote this? In my mind, I'm like, do you think? But like, this was something random to throw in about this character. Yes, I and don't like this. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. Oh man, this was crazy. But yeah, like when that happened, I was like, we were like, what did she just say? Yes, and, yes. And I was like, hey, get down, honey, get down, April. And the, but she was made, like, don't say what you're about to say. No, it made no sense because I my note said, did we? ever established that April had like a fetish like in the first season no I mean be like, she was a free spirit and that's the yeah, only but, that's the only thing that they know I'm not saying that's suggestive of her yeah. you know having a kink you know but that's the only personality quirk that they gave her she Which was is, a fuck up in uh, life and she loved um gambling with children that <laughs> So like so, this fetish, but I was like, y'all didn't even bring that up when her and Ben were together. Right. So to be like, and then I was like, oh, he was gonna go to the like, what are you, y'all in Seattle? Y'all don't have no fetish bar. I promise you, you don't. I'm gonna sure look about it that, up. Right? Well, you're right. <laughs> hold on, there are furries and shit, so never mind. But <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, this is. I, I guess I get having something that seems so drastic that it's like, mm -hmm. oh, he was into that? It's like, oh, yeah, he was considering it. But I was like, but to throw in something that left field, that yes. should have very well been established at least at the beginning of this episode. Right. There's no there's no way I was going to just gloss over that. And I was like, does Maya know this? Because I feel like with her knowing the future, like, has she, has she seen this fetish ball with you there with she asked Diana. She was like, "What's with the whips and the chains?" I mean, and like in the uh, in the plug. Let me stop. But um, <laughs> yeah, that was shit was wild. Yeah, it was like that shit. Whoever wrote this episode was wild in this. Uh, no, for real. Yeah, like <laughs> what the fuck? fuck? The fetish ball, man. Uh, Riders room. Whoever tossed in the line about the fetish uh, hey. ball? Because I know these the 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 way that most of these shows goes. You have the writers room, and then. I, as far as I know, a certain writer is um, chosen to, or writers are chosen mm -hmm. to actually write the episode. So uh, whoever suggested that in the writer's room, or if that was just like somebody like, hey. they got the gig and they was like, let's toss in this fetish ball. Um, but it Yo. was weird. But the big thing is she wants somebody to live her life with and Diana and her sitting on the floor and, you know, um, it's just sad and just all this stuff. So that's that. Um, so then we have Tom and Kyle. And Tom is, I say Tom is trying to be a good father, and he just keeps saying, college, 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 college. Yeah. College, yeah. university, college. And Ugh. Kyle just says, I ain't going to school. 
Um, <laughs> just like Tom is like, and I think that's when he talks, he tells him that he went to go see Jordan and then mm-hmm. and Tom does his face change. He was like, what? Motherfucker? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he, and he feels that his life is tied to the 4,400 and, um, <laughs> Tom, with the clap back, he says, "What are you gonna do? Put on the blue blazer and become one of his disciples?" Yes, yes, yes. Tom was sick of his shit. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. like, "Man, we I got you fucking out of jail, not mm-hmm. to join, not to go back into a jail, but um, yeah. I was in my mind like, I want to cosplay as a forty four hundred, um, not a <laughs> not one of forty four hundred, but somebody yeah. at the institute. They gonna be yeah. like, why are you walking around in like a hot ass blazer?'" I'm like, "Well, let me talk to you about the forty four hundred." Um, it'd be easy to do, right? But um, so then right after that, I mean, any any thoughts about like that? You know, Kyle. And now fuck him, fuck Tom, because yeah. I I just feel like Tom. Even though I don't think the show did a great job, I think they did a good job at showing that Kyle just needed something, and his father was not it. Mm-hmm. I don't think they did an exceptional job, but I do think. This story, it makes sense that he left and went to see Jordan. So, no, other than that, I think I think that was perfectly acceptable. Yeah. So, um, we have um, <laughs> Richard and Sean <laughs> talking again, and like I call him Radical Richard now. Yeah. And um, you know, they're once again just ideologically they're, you know, having this discussion about whether Jordan is right and you know, everything that's happening with the Nova group. And, you know, in my notes, I was like, Jordan, to me, is making sense. Yeah. Um, you know, they we can we can ride on these motherfuckers or we can be ridden on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's mm-hmm. pretty much it. Yeah. Um, so after that, we have Sean, because at this point, they seem kind of quick, the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Sean, Tom, and Diana uh, right after the scene where uh, Sean is just like, no, Radical Richard, we're not going to do this. And then Tom and Diana... Are like, um, you know, Tom and Diana are talking to somebody, and we know who they're talking to. Yeah. And then, like, they cut over to Sean in his like blazer, yeah. and, like purple shirt, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Jordan's going to attack the Super Soldier Serum <laughs> house, and uh, I'm a snitch. And so then, instead of going to get a warrant, instead, I mean, I guess you still got to question these motherfuckers, but if you have somebody. And mm-hmm. maybe this is maybe this is the best route to go. But in my mind, they run. They should, for the purposes of this TV show, run up in there with like 500 intact agents, SWAT team, and all this shit. Uh, because he, Sean, just told them that this guy was going to lead an attack on a military I mean, base. And if his if his name has begun with Muhammad, mm-hmm. that's what they would have come done. on. Come yeah, on. So they would have, it just, whatever. So um, they, but they just, they do the same shit that they always do. I don't know if it's because of the budget, or whatever, but Tom and Diana meet with Richard and, and Jordan Collier was Sean there. And this is a weird scene. It's, it's, it's the only thing I'll just say what happened. So Jordan uh, says, like, no, we weren't going to do that. And in my mind, I'm like, why the fuck would he admit to that also? And, I mean, and then he says, and this was a test for Sean, because and, and <laughs> just to see if he would go to Intech to, um, you know, to basically snitch on us. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, um, was it DJ Khaled says you played yourself, <laughs> man. <laughs> you played yourself, yeah. man. 
So fuck him, bro. I was thinking about Bad Boys when um with Gabrielle Union that one when he like they set up that fake drop and then it kept what I don't know. My mind just was Bad Boys, but um I thought Sean was a fucking fool because I mean at this point you have to make a decision, you have to make a choice, and you've made your choice. Even if Jordan, if this was like a lie that it that it was a lie, or he set this up exclusively to see if you were going to tell. I think that's smart because, like, you are the weakest link. You have these yeah. familiar ties to intact. But Sean is just dumb as shit, man. Like, be a yeah. spy for them. Like, yeah. I just, oh, man. It didn't make any sense. I mean, they, um, I, I think it's still in keeping with, well, I mean, it's it's weird because, and maybe it doesn't keep me with the character that he's become because mm-hmm. he seems like the type to, is it have your cake and eat it too or mm-hmm. whatever like he 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 doesn't want to go like full yeah you know full mold like foot mold into it but mm-hmm. um it's like he he's very wary so i think it was a smart thing for jordan to do but i at that point i was like well shit sean's out of the family yeah so and obviously we see that doesn't happen which is weird so after that we see tom and diana uh, this is the scene where Isabel had that scarf on, and it was Ryan yeah. and Isabel. And I think it's even in the comments, I was like, "What's up with the scarf?" And <laughs> Ryland's, you know, they tell him about that uh, Nova might be making a run for the Super Soldier Serum base, and then Ryland's like, "Let him come," and you know, all fire and brimstone, and and of course Isabel said, "Yeah, homie," and yeah. and that's about it. I mean, there's nothing really, you know, to. To take from no. at least I didn't take anything else from no. that. Apparently the scarf was the biggest thing for me. Yeah, rightfully so. So yeah, that so right after that we have Jordan and Sean, and Sean is he's upset. He was just like, um, you know, this this is I think where they have more of the conversation. Like Jordan, you know what I did? I was I was running this place where you were gone, and you know this and that. And Jordan's like, calm the fuck down. This mm-hmm. is um. You know, calm the fuck down. And he says, he says the whole thing of, you know, you're on your messiah kick or, you know, you're thinking you're a messiah. He's like, no, I think I'm John Brown. And he, yeah. goes, and he was like, and, and, and he, um, you know, um, he says, and I thought it was interesting. You know, I thought, I thought it was interesting um, knowing that, you know, the history of, of John Brown. And then he, you know, Sean says, but then they kill him. He was like, well, I came back. So, mm-hmm. you know, but um, that's me. So I, I actually, I was like, oh, okay, look at him doing that research and <laughs> doing the homework. But, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, but Jordan is unfazed by any of this. Like even with Sean, you know, turning snitch, like he yep. doesn't seem to like come at Sean, like, you know, motherfucker, you played any, it reminds mm-hmm. me of like how he talked to Isabel. He yeah. was like, Hey, you a problem. You know, mm-hmm. I just, I just, I just hit this blunt, so you need yeah. to go. You know, it's like <laughs> he just seems so chill. So any, any yeah. thoughts about this scene or him comparing himself to John Brown? No, no, no. I think you really said it all, and I do think this is a very good scene. This episode was good for Jordan, JC, yeah. all of it. But yeah, um, I liked it. it. Was just him. I think it's really establishing him as the head motherfucking charge, and not even just in scripting like this is the new guy and like he's the actions that they've made him take do um solidify him and show him as the leader now and Mm -hmm. so i i love it i love it because yeah yeah, this could have gone another way so we have um 
The next scene is Ryland and the scientists at the Umbrella Corporation. Uh, no, it just it's like evil. I don't even know the name of this business that he's been working either. at for like two seasons. Something um, that's it. Yeah, it, it says uh, he tells um, Rylan, he Ryland tells this random scientist like we gotta we gotta ship the mutagen out to a different location for safety because you know them forty four hundreds might be you know trying to you know come and destroy this batch or take it, whatever. So mm-hmm. he gets um. After nobody like checks this with anybody else, um, they just dump all of the. They start loading all of the, the the promyosin or the stock of promyosin or preparing mm-hmm. to do that uh, onto these trucks. And before we get to like, there's another. There's this reveal. The first reveal is that, and I actually like this shot. They yeah, show the cam- yeah they show Ryland on camera because he walks in front of a security camera, and we see it from the monitor, and it's Boyd. So mm-hmm. it's a uh, boy posing as Ryland, and then he walks out of the shot of the security camera, and then when he passes the monitor, it's you know it's the actor playing Ryland, Ryland again, mm-hmm. and that was a nice effect. And so they get to the trucks, and they open one of the loading bays, and in my mind, I was like, how long did the actors have to stand in there? Because that's hot as fuck. <laughs> you know, the yeah. Um, and but it's Tess, Richard, and Kevin. And Tess, I guess, is using the power of influence to say, yeah. you know, load this stuff up. And um, and I say they sold that shit. So uh, yeah. that was Jordan's plan all along. So it's like misdirection. Mm-hmm. So any any yeah. thoughts on this? I liked it. It was I love the show Leverage. I love mm-hmm. heist movies, yeah. heist mm-hmm. shows. Even if it's corny, campy, or it isn't yeah. done well, I do like when you attempt the heist. And I thought this section of the episode was mm-hmm. very good. And I didn't expect to see um, uh, homegirl, Jean Grey, um, uh, <laughs> Richard, who's, I don't know, Scott Summers, and uh, <laughs> the one nigga, Lil Wolverine. Like, I didn't expect to see them. Right. Though, I mean, how many other people could it be? But um, right. I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. I thought they, whoever directed and edited the shots and shit did a damn good job. So, I want more of that. Give yeah. me <laughs> Heist with Powers. That works for me. So Yeah. There, um, it was, it was, you know, Jordan being Jordan, which I think is pretty cool. Um, so after that, we have Ben and Diana walking on the beach, uh, as my wife pointed out, in jeans. Yeah. And, um, she, um, she was like, I want to break up. And he's like, I, <laughs> my notes, I think that this is the point where I, I thought he looked like a buff Jason Ritter. Mm-hmm. And, um, I didn't really get anything. And once again, like, these were the weakest parts for me of the episode because I didn't really care too much and they're like, mm-hmm. you know, but we gotta stay in love because love is love and then he's like I gotta go on a job, but I love you yeah, and that was all I got, so you got anything else more to add? Nothing, nothing and at all this was random, we didn't need it, I don't care yeah. Um. so then we have Jordan, Tom <clears throat> Alana and Kyle oh, Jordan wasn't there, so what happened is I thought he was, so J- Tom drives up Media still outside, but then there's this white limousine parked outside of his house, and that's why I thought Jordan was there. And in my mind, mm-hmm. I'm like, Jordan don't try to stay, you know, inconspicuous. <laughs> but <shit>. no- <laughs> like if he if you're gonna work with him, he's gonna send you the finest, you know, yeah. you know, limousines or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, Kyle decides at this point. This is when he decides, and he, you know, Alana's like, you know, Tom, I 
you know, he's upstairs, he's packing. And Kyle tells Tom in this, at the scene that he's going to spread the word about the 4400. He's going out to different centers across the nation, mm-hmm. which I actually really wish we could have seen, you know, 4400 hey. in different countries and different mm-hmm. states. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. And I said, Tom can't catch a break. <laughs> um, but Kyle feels that his, um, his, Life is so intertwined with the 4400 that he has to do this. So, mm-hmm. um, any thoughts? I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. That was a really good scene. I felt bad for Tom. I really did because I feel like he's just trying to make what little bit of family he has left work. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm with with uh, Kyle. Like I I have to go. I can't sit can't stay here under your roof going to school. Yeah. I need to do something that works for me. And if I was in a coma for all this time, came out, killed this nigga, was having uh, personality disorder issues, like all of the stuff surrounding my, my issues mm-hmm. bring me back here. Like this, yeah. it doesn't, like I have to do this for me. And I like, to me, it felt like those scenes in uh, movies and shows where like, the kid goes off to college and the yeah. parents are just like, oh, my baby's gone. Like, I like this, and I really did like that scene because I felt like I needed that. Where if I don't see him again, I won't be upset. Like yeah. when he went to prison, I was like, "Where the fuck is this man at?" This <laughs> felt final, and I liked it. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so in the final scene, uh, speaking of final, mm-hmm. we have Richard, uh, Jordan, Tess, and Kevin uh, at a warehouse where all the Permian is at. So I guess it's like a, where the stash is at. And this is when it was revealed, like, you know, this was a, what the plan was. And um, and this is, for me, this was like the end game type of moment. Mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. her, um, which one was it? It was Infinity War and then Endgame. And yeah. Endgame, when you see that, you know, spoiler, the big ass scene of all the heroes from all the different movies mm-hmm. uh, teaming up. And they ain't never seen each other. Nobody's ever met, it, met each other. And for me, this was like Tessa and Kevin meeting Jordan. And mm-hmm. you know, I know Richard had talked to, you know, Ke- uh, Kevin when he was working at the 4400 Center, but I don't think he had ever met Tess. So it was just right. like all of these kind of different characters coming through. And then who pokes his head in and says, so what we're doing? And it's yeah. like, Sean. And I was like, so who the yeah. fuck invited you? Um, so, and then that's when Jordan, you know, there, I think somebody says, are we going to, how can we destroy all this? He's like, no, motherfucker, we ain't destroying it. We <laughs> distributing this shit. Yeah. Like Nino Brown on these streets. <laughs> mm, yeah. That's what he said. <laughs> that was Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan said, no, nah, we distributing this. And I was like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That fucked me up. I was watching yeah. this at work, and I didn't expect him to say. I really thought they were going to destroy everything, but mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, get that shit to everybody, <laughs> exactly. Kids, old people, everybody. Yep. Yeah, everybody gonna be flying. We're gonna we're gonna Bruh. destroy the special effects budget for this show. Man, say that's what I was like. This is where the apocalypse come from. Like you just giving everybody <laughs> exactly. powers, nigga. We all nah. Yeah. So if everybody had a super ability, man, they would do the worst. They would do, nobody would help this world. I'm sorry. You would have a small minority of people who would be like, you know, let's, let's do, let's do good. Everybody else would be selfish as fuck. Yes, yes, yes. You're absolutely (laughs) right. Cause I know I'm fucking some shit up. Give me some powers. (laughs) I ain't gonna hold you. But yeah, that, woo, that, that fucked me. Mm -mm. Yeah. But, um, 
thought it was, we can, you know, in general, I still think it was a, I thought it was a good episode. It mm-hmm. was a good episode, even after running through it. Um, your um, your kind of, you know, final thoughts or your... Yeah. No, I, I liked it. And like you said, I think everything, everything I said at the beginning of the episode, it felt like it moves the plot forward. Mm-hmm. We got a um a definite ending where it was like okay this could have been a season finale i think Mm -hmm. but i'm glad that we're getting another episode because now i want to see what's the fallout um i liked it i like all the moving parts i wish and this might just be wishful thinking but i wish that maya was more involved even though she has premonition powers because she's a kid i want to see her more on the front lines with the adults yeah. Um. Hell, she had that little new mutants ass class when they were stuck in limbo. Like, yep. where, where them niggas at? So, but no, I'm I'm excited for what we're getting. This actually has me pumped up for the next episode because I'm like, mm-hmm. we go from the next episode into the reboot. Like, yeah. you know. So I want to know, like, what's what the what's happening? What you know? What I'm saying what yeah. what? I don't know. I'm just excited. No, and I get yeah, and I um. I feel the same way. I feel the same way because I, I, I don't, once again, I don't remember what happens in the season finale. I know mm-hmm. that if they are ramping up to an actual war or like a battle of some sort, yeah. I need to see that. I need yeah. something to happen to that effect. So I'm hoping that's what happens mm-hmm. in the next uh, episode. So yeah, um, let's do the, so <laughs> out of, uh, man, I'm trying to think, uh, I don't know, out of, <laughs> 10 Jordan Collier interviews. Oh man. <laughs> no, actually, no, out of 10, out of 10 pies at oh, this, yo. Uh, from this random ass <laughs> diner. Out of 10 pies that are yo. best in the area. What are your um what I'm, are you ranking this? I want to do like 7.5. Okay. I want to do eight, but I'm gonna do 7.5 pies because I feel okay. like this was this was really good and it was up there. So. Not sure. I, I'll go with eight. Um, okay. and I, it's not getting a full um, ten for me, mm-hmm. only because of because I don't ha- I don't care anything about the Diana and Come Ben on. stuff. Mm-hmm. Ben and April, uh, so that takes it down like two points for me. Yeah. But um, yeah. even with how certain characters are acting, like Sean or whatever, I still think it's on par for. The direction mm. that they've been taking him, I don't mm-hmm. like it, but at least it's yeah, you know, it's it seems to me it seems appropriate. Yeah. Um. So what about well, who's your favorite character? Mm, that's kind of hard. Uh, I want to go with Jordan because he came mm-hmm. back and took over, but then I'm also like, oh, the more we talk, I do like Richard. I'm gonna go with Jordan because I feel like mm-hmm. he's the central character that brought all this shit together. So I'm going to go with Jordan yeah. for this one. Okay. That alone. So then for me, it's Richard. Because it was going to be one of those two. Because yeah. they, uh, they the, they're the MVPs you know, mm-hmm. for, the, um, for the screen time, for character development, and mm-hmm. just moving things forward. Uh, who's your least favorite character? April. No, I'm playing. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Sean. You just... Because, uh, okay. nigga, what? Yeah. Shut up. Uh, he said, "Shut up." <laughs> you know, yeah. I think uh, for me, it's gonna be um, a not April. Um, uh, Diana. It'll be okay. Diana. So um, I just don't think that they're doing, especially with building up to where we're going. Yes. Like, she doesn't seem involved in what's mm-hmm. like 
the big, you know, the bigness, the big, the yeah. big shit. You know, it's just like she, Tom seems more involved with than her. Yeah, know? which and, I, I hate. Yeah. Um, so you know, I, that's I'm not. She wasn't my favorite. Uh, mm -hmm. So, but as far as uh, you know, this episode, that was you know, like so it was pretty decent. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any. I don't know. We're on the eve of the 25th, huh? And, you know, hey, the, woo! Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's coming. Right around the corner. We got what's like Saturday, no, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So like four days. Ooh, but, yeah. um, and I don't think there's any new news to report. I, uh, I think <laughs> I've committed myself. I can say this on the air. I've committed okay. myself to doing written reviews <laughs> for blacksci-fi.com. Mm. So, yeah. Mm, okay. so no, no, no. You definitely gonna get you know the real talk from us when we when we break down the episodes. Yeah. But, um, you know, I I went in. I told my boss. I was like, I got this. Oh. About to, you know, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to build up the numbers for the website and also get eyes on this. Thing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm committing myself to doing weekly reviews for the series. Okay. On two, on two separate fronts. <laughs> so we'll see how no, that goes. No, for real. Um. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm looking. Is it? Did it, was it eight or was it twelve episodes? I think it was. Oh, uh, did we look that up? Uh, I hope it's eight. <laughs> yeah, I hope it's uh, eight. Because that added to everything else I'm doing. I'm just like I might pull my hair out and get more. Look, um, uh, but um, yeah, yeah, we're 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 looking forward to it. Oh, and uh. I think of theirs. They haven't. I was. I thought they might have released a new trailer, but it just seems kind of a little bit of like a rehash of the same marketing mm -hmm. stuff that they've done before. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it, and you know, we'll bring you the reviews. Uh, I don't know. Are you announcing the schedule? <laughs> you know, oh, and I, I mean, I was gonna <laughs> wait and talk to you. And no, you know, okay. So we'll talk about it off air. We'll talk about it off. Yeah, air. yeah, so, yeah. Y'all sit tight, y'all. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know, man. I'm excited. I am. I'm very excited. This is gonna bring some, some, some heat. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. So. Thanks for Woo! whoever has been riding with us throughout these. God, yes. Close to now three seasons. We got one episode. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So be be yeah. Right, share everything. Use that. Which I guess I should have said this sooner. Use the hashtag AL forty four hundred. Um, yeah, and 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 let folks know. You know, live tweet when you watch it. When you listen to mm -hmm. these episodes, do the same. Uh, get that conversation out there. Let folks know that uh, we you know we here and we've been here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We've been here doing this damn minute. thing. Woo! So, I don't know, man. Um, let folks know where they can support you and, and, and find you and um, all that. Always at robertkjeffrey.com That's uh, robertkjeffrey.com uh, I don't want people thinking I'm full of myself by spelling my last name <laughs> because most people spell it J-E-F-F-E-R-Y. Yeah. It's been like that since I've been zero. <laughs> um, so like, it's always ery, and I'm just like, you know, people are always just like, you sound, um, you know, stuck up and pretentious when you say. I was like, no, I just want my mm -hmm. last name spell right. Yeah. But, um, RobertKJeffrey.com and on Instagram is probably the best place to find me. Mm -hmm. RobertK.Jeffrey. Um, so those are two main places you can find me. 
Good, good, good. That links, those links will be in the show notes, of course. And me, Twitter, Carefree Blur, Carefree Black Nerd, everywhere else. And if you must email me or you want to email the show, you want to say some stuff to us, carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com. And just put like 4400 in the subject or something so I'll know. Um, yeah, other than that, man, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for this Thank reboot. You. Ready for this reboot. Woo! Melanated sci fi. Yes, God damn, we do live in the future. We do make yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So, um, shit, till next time, y'all, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, stay with us watching this <laughs> damn show. And, uh, you know, yeah, just stay. Yeah, just stay. <laughs> just stay. <laughs> Don't go nowhere. Don't go to work. Just stay. Put this on repeat. <laughs> shit. All right, y'all. Hey y'all, it's me again. This is Rain Coleman coming at you live after the show. Want to let you guys know to check out me and Robert live on YouTube, Carefree Black Nerds and BYNK Radio's YouTube channel, as well as Carefree Black Nerds Facebook page. We will be doing the live review over the 4400s reboot, that first episode. Check us out on October Thursday, October 28th. Hopefully you've watched the episode uh, Monday, October 25th that just aired. And uh, use that hashtag AL4400, AL4400, when you're watching uh, 4400 Reboot, if you're watching the original series, when you're watching or listening to us, uh, just just use it. Use the hashtag, talk your shit with us, catch us on YouTube, uh, 5.30 Central, 6.30 Eastern, and uh, listen to us talk some shit. Yeah. So stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and stay with us on Thursdays like you're supposed to.